Welcome to DGen Cast. We are the Upcountry DGens. I'm the Hack Father, Jamie Eastept, and joining me tonight is Rich the Spoonerman Sponnels. And uh, we got a great show for you guys this evening with EW coming up and uh, just going to be chatting some uh, eternal magic this evening. Is it ever an awesome cast? Okay. No, we're, okay. we're, we're it's like, tolerable. <laughs> we're the first of the worst. We're, we're, yeah. So Rich, did you ever play Oregon Trail as a kid? Sorry, I've been thinking about this for the last couple of days. <laughs> I did, uh, that and, uh, Oregon Trail too. I was actually really good at the hunting portion of that one. Um, <laughs> I concerned many a second grade teachers. <laughs> <laughs> It's like one of the most iconic games ever. So mm-hmm. for, for the kids out there who haven't played it, would you like to uh, explain kind of what this is? Sure. So uh, you uh, you ventured out into the wilderness. Uh, the frontier, doing, if you will. Yeah. The, 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 <laughs> yes, the frontier. Uh, you started in, uh, was it Independence, Missouri, I think? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know why I'm going for historical accuracy, but <laughs> fuck it. We've we've started down this road. We're going to keep going. Um, and so the whole thing's like a simulation of going down the uh, the Oregon Trail to, of course, Oregon with the, uh, the Western expansion of the United States. Um, you take your family and friends along. Well, the thing I remember is that you all die horrible deaths, whether it's from dysentery, yes. starvation. Snake bites, cholera, measles, typhoid. Your wagon flipping. Yeah, uh, that was that was in two, way, not the original. Yeah, you should uh, you should always vaccinate your kids, and that's not a joke. Definitely, like fucking vaccinate your children. Yeah, fucking vaccinate yeah. your crotch goblins. My uh, my son can't get live vaccines as an organ transplant recipient. So, vaccinate your fucking children because. Yep. My son can't get them, and if he catches something because of your fucking kid, I will beat the fucking shit out of you. Yeah, we're off to a I great start not, tonight. But I will be very upset. <laughs> well, the, one of the other things is, you know, pioneers just invade the frontier and murder everyone. That's kind of the end of the story. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so, speaking of, speaking of murdering frontier. Yeah. <laughs> so, frontier. Yep. The, the format that never was. Uh, also historic, the other format that never was. Good news, Haruruya. You can you can keep selling all of those singles from yesteryear because they still held their value. <laughs> you were just early to the party. Along yes. with all those other people. No, okay. Before I make this statement, I'm not accusing Haruruya of doing this because I haven't done any research. <laughs> but in this case, they were very early to the party, but... Um, there, there was some stuff going around, uh, Twitter uh, a couple days ago with the announcement of, uh, curious price spikes, like right before the announcement. And it was, it was weird. It was, it was like, you mean like Siege Rhino in- being over a dollar or like people, you know, strangely had insider knowledge. All right. That was our, that was our tinfoil hat moment for the cast. Yeah. Um, we're getting sued by Haruya now. Thanks Rich. Yeah. You're welcome. Well, we've got Billingsley. We'll we'll definitely let's, lose in court. Yeah, let's let's be perfectly honest. Do you really think they're fucking listening to this? No, no, no one's so actually anyway. listening to this. Anyway, um, so Pioneer is. Yeah. Uh, we're not going to spend a whole lot of time on this, but uh, Watsy announced a new uh, non-rotating format. Not, not, not in eternal format. God damn it. Eternal means that it encompasses cards from all sets. Not. Not non-rotating. I have had so many of those conversations in the last three fucking days. Can, can we just, just say... to point that out right now. Can we just do it for the children and put it in air quotes so they don't get triggered? That it's an eternal format. No. Unfortunately, we can't say played at EW means eternal anymore. Yeah, that is but, very true. But um, it is not it is not an eternal format. <laughs> no, it's a non-rotating. It's it's like extended. Yeah. Of and, yesteryear. You know, it's, it's if uh, I did play some standard during the years that uh, the sets that are legal were uh, did come out and everything. I came back to magic around uh, Kanzatark here. So. Uh, I cast many a Siege Rhino, 
Um, and so I just spent the last three days memeing people with Cedrino memes. <laughs> well, af- after about an eight-year hiatus for me, I came back during, like, right at the end of the Innistrad block, beginning of RTR. Okay, so you, you're, like, right there. Yeah, I did I did enjoy RTR. I like that block. Theros Mono was... Black Devotion? Yeah? Yeah, Theros, like, that block was kind of fun, but by that point, I was just all in on trying to play... Legacy, I uh, played a little bit of Modern for about two to three years there, um, and then dove into Vintage and eventually Old School. So it, you know, it does it does hit some nostalgia for me a little bit that yeah. I do I do love Abrupt Decay, Deathrite Shaman, you C. know, Siege Rhino. I fuck Siege Rhino. I hate that card. Um, but but Siege Rhino. That's <laughs> that is true. That is true. Anyway, all hail Rhino. Need more Rhino. So the, rhino. One, one of the things I do want to say that I, I do like about this format is um, one of the conversations Eric and I had on the way back from uh, GP Atlanta was one of the biggest problems with um, legacy, modern, vintage that we don't have the problem with in old schools. There's not as much shuffling. You're not wasting time in a round shuffling every you know 60 to 90 seconds while you fetch, ponder, fetch watch your opponent brainstorm and eventually just pass the turn five minutes later. So I do like the idea of no fetch lands. Um, I, and the the fact that it's not a cantrip driven format, your best cantrip is opt. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the only thing that I like about the format. Um, Let's be honest. We're probably never going to play this format because we have real cards. I, I might get a deck loaned to me at some point. I don't know. I I don't have a problem with it. It just eh. I hope this format dies I hope this format dies faster than tiny leaders. That's all I have to say. <laughs> I people like what they like. If people are into this, fuck it. I Well, I just, Wiz- Wizards I've, is apparently I've, really I'm into just chasing it. the dragon now. <laughs> Did you start an opium addiction? <laughs> Um, no, but I own power. That so. is true. That is true. Well, I, I I will say Wizards is pushing this really hard because in the first quarter, almost yeah. half of the year, there's no legacy GP and there's no standard GP. Yeah, so the legacy <laughs> one wasn't so much of a, a shock to me just because, you know, it's it's the uh, in terms of formats that they'll still schedule large events for. It very much is the redheaded stepchild. Oh yeah. Um, I was very shocked to see no standard Grand Prix. Yeah, yeah. That that really surprised me that like essentially the standard that we have now is gonna be gone by the time they have a standard format, like a, right. a standard GP, which really shocks me from uh you know, wizard standpoint. I mean, I know Hasbro had like what sixteen percent losses, I think is what Patrick was telling me this last quarter. So I'm you know, I'm kind of wondering if they're pushing this really hard because they realize, you know, people aren't going to constantly dump money into standard as much. And by having kind of a newer version of extended, it helps bring players into the game and not make them feel like, hey, cool, I got the shirtless Jace from uh, the dinosaur set and now it's worth, you know, 75 cents because it was a terrible card. Right. Your your cards... Well, the the pushed ones anyway. There's there's a lot of fucking chaff and magic. That's always been my gripe about a uh, sealed product. Is um, I don't understand why you can't have an enjoyable limited experience when all of the cards are actually useful. Um, but uh, that's a stretch. They're you know they're they're not going to just push great cards all the time. They have to fill it out with something that is completely worthless. I. Mm, Sure. Uh, <laughs> so, so why is why is the next note on the cast notes Rich hates magic? Because you you haven't played in months, and all I hear you say is I hate this game. I've I don't think I've ever said I hate this game. Okay, that might be me, and I might be projecting <laughs> onto you. Okay, <laughs> it's true though. I've 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 been on a little bit of a uh, playing hiatus, uh, just focusing on more. Uh, important uh stuff in my personal life with uh with my family and everything but yeah that's um, that's understandable yeah rest assured uh i'll be uh 
I'll be back at it at some point, uh, hopefully early next year. Uh, but it, it's it's just one of those things that we're far enough, and, and especially so uh, today, as, as we're recording this, it's uh, uh, October 23rd. Um, today uh, marks one year and one day since my son's uh, liver transplant. So um, with that in mind, the fact that we're pretty removed from everything now, we're starting to kind of get into a, a regular thing. Um, it's it, it was just kind of one of those things that you want to focus a little more on things that you haven't been able to in, you know, in my case, in the last two years. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, you're starting to get a sense of normalcy with, with life, with having the family. Wesley's doing well. And, yeah. you know, that's a great thing. So, Slowly but surely, we're getting there. Yeah. Well, you know, and you, so kind of the next show note we have is uh, there, we had a house tournament here October 5th up in Chapel Hill. Uh, you had to kind of bow out and spend some time with the family, which was definitely, yep. I think, much needed for you. But, Very um, much so. You know, it was it was a great event. Um, we had 13 players show up. Um, DPS ended up taking it down. Um, Adam came in and just showed us the power of Dark Ritual in a post-one misstep world. Did you know that that card makes a lot of skulls? It does make a lot of skulls, Rich. It makes a lot of skulls. And skulls kill people. They That's, do. Uh... They do. Well, so the uh, he took first. Uh, Michael Braverman, who is... The man is a fucking machine in any format he plays uh can took, confirm took second with uh dread horde control you know young pyromancer mentor all that kind of good stuff um but kind of moving on to what my tournament was like yeah <laughs> so the lex the next note on here is land sucks and so do i <laughs> yeah so foreshadowing i was, I, was <laughs> I won two rounds one of them was against by sweet um, Michael Braverman crushed me on camera round two. It was pretty rough. Um, so my previous statement about going over 50% with lands at, at champs is, um, yeah, yeah, it's, that's, <laughs> that, I think, uh, that, that, I think that pipe that's not over. happening because you would have to still be playing lands. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, I decided I'm going to audible to DPS. I'm probably going to go 0-4 scrub at uh, champs because I suck at magic. And I've literally, the only games I've played have been against uh, Patsy testing against Dredge, which is hilarious because I just beat the shit out of him <laughs> round after round. I'm going to make a whole bunch of zombies. Okay, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you want to was... do it again? No, I think I figured this one out. Okay. Yeah. What if I have force of will? <laughs> just duress it. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. Good game. Next one. Yeah. Does this seven kill me? Okay. What about that seven? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It was, um, this it one's was, six lands. I'll still kill you. Yeah. <laughs> it was, well, it's interesting, you know, as I've been kind of learning lines of the deck and looking at it, I very rarely have had to mull past six. It's I've mulled from seven with too much land in hand or just no, no turn one or turn two plays. You have to mull them. But uh, I've had turn one kills on six, turn two kills on six. It's The deck is – DPS is absurd. I'm looking forward to playing it at champs. But uh, the other part of the house tournament that was a lot of fun was we, we have started doing grudge matches in our team and the surrounding circle around our team um, of – People doing grudge matches, and essentially what this is, is you call somebody out, you name the format that you both agree on, and you pay, play a best three out of five, and you, instead of any money or anything being on the line, like, it goes to charity. So you, you put your money where your mouth is. Um, I got called out by Walker, who is still a scrub. Um, he determined that we should have a, an old school uh, playoff, and... We did our best three out of five. We decided the charity was going to be coded for Wesley, so for your son. And I don't think Walker was ready for what I, I – he, show, he showed up to, like, a gunfight with, like, uh, a paper airplane. <laughs> I mean, I, I – I was going to make a joke, but that's way better than what I was going <laughs> to <Yeah>. say. <laughs> oh, my God. I crushed him 3-0 just savagely while – 
completely and utterly inebriated. Like, I actually don't remember playing games two and three. I had to watch the stream. I got up from the table at one point, apparently, to uh, purge my guts. And then came back and killed him in, like, three turns. So it was like... Curdape is a powerful fucking magic card. Yes, it is. I, I ended up playing Monkey Business, a.k.a. Rugburn. Um, it was a lot of fun, though. It was great catching up with um, with some of the guys, getting some testing in for Vintage, seeing some of the Durham locals that play come out. Um, and we ended up raising a, a pretty good amount of money for Wesley, um, for your family. Just, you know, we love you, brother. That's from all of, the, all of us at the Hacks. We did it for you, man. Um, we're going to kind of keep that train rolling for the next December uh, Christmas party tournament we're going to do, um, which I think you have a call out if you're able to make it with. I do. Uh, with... Uh... Our uh, our good friend uh, Rusty, um, Mr. Hobbs. Um, I did learn his first name is Ryan. Yes, uh, I believe I told you that on on air in one of these past episodes. I've slept since um, then. <laughs> um, but I I I don't remember what the format is. Do you? It's it's old school. Is it old school? Yeah. Our, it, our- it's. It's gonna be it's gonna be a savage. It's just bring meeting. what you want, right? Yeah, bring what you want. That's what, that's what I thought. Okay, cool. Um, but so anyway, Hobbs, the, if you're listening to this, I'm going to beat the ever living shit out of you with mono black. <laughs> shot called. <laughs> Get racked, boy. <laughs> so uh, the backup one that we're gonna have is Crystal Brand and Seabiscuit playing Popper. So either in December or January, you will be playing one. I almost want to not come so I can watch that on stream. That's yeah. going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be great. It's going to be I, great. I played a little bit of, uh, of Paper Popper early in the, uh, the format, and it was pretty entertaining. Um, it, it, it had a lot of the elements that I enjoy from Legacy and Vintage um, with just some hilariously underpowered stinker cards, which, <laughs> which made for a very entertaining experience. Um, but for anyone that doesn't know, uh, our, uh, our good friends, uh, Chris Ross and, uh, George Murphy, um, both of them are very animated characters and putting either of them on camera is a delight and getting to watch both of them is going to be oh, very, it's, very entertaining. It's just going to be an absolute shit fest. <laughs> They'll both be drunk too, which is, which is the, the best part. Yeah, exactly. Well, so outside of that, um, that we had the house tournament as testing for vintage coming up. Um, so EW vintage end of the month. Well, actually, I guess in what um, two weeks? Two? Uh, yeah, no, less than two weeks. Next Friday. Is it? Yeah, that's oh uh, fuck November first. So well, that's not up on us. So oh. as as far as kind of right. like. What some of us are playing, I, I'm going to show up with DPS. Um, I know Hobbs is going to be playing a an unpowered Jeskai list, going for the the unpowered prize. Um, PB Blaster Which playing playing blue and going for the uh, the powerless prizes. Uh, that's ambitious. That's <laughs> it's a tall order. It's, yeah. But you know, two years ago, an unpowered Delver deck ended up taking it. So you know, yeah. you know, I, I keep telling Hobbs is you know five four, you might still. You might still take mm-hmm. second in the in the prize, so it's true. Um, PB Blaster is going to be running some unpowered Eldrazi's. Um, I think that uh, Turn and Burns also going to be playing some unpowered Eldrazi's, and uh, Walker is going to maybe resolve a spell or two um, before he quits to go play EDH. Isn't he? <laughs> I, I don't know whether you guys actually successfully talked him out of this yet, but I believe he was initially planning on registering a non-zero number of jism gins in his list. Is that still accurate? Uh, no, I talked him out of it. Okay. He was also, he, yeah, he's, he's running, he's running a Jeskai list. Okay. Um, it was, it was, it was a list Good. I sent him with that's powered. It's, you know, we net decked it, something that hopefully he can do, but what are, uh, say, like he, he owns, wait, he owns, he has full power nine. No, I know, but like you, you said something he can do, and it's 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 blue and vintage. This this is the man who earlier when when we were discussing EW plans asked what shops was. 
Yeah. So the first time he's ever played <laughs> Paper Vintage was at my house for the uh, the house event. I, I got I do have to give him credit though because he is going to go to champs. He has power. He's got the cards. It's going to be the second time he's ever played Paper Vintage, and, and he is going to get absolutely railed. And yeah, it's going to be hilarious. I really want to play him round one, so I have the buy. We, he asked. <laughs> he asked what uh, testing for shops was going to be like, and it was like, okay, you cast a can, you play a land, you cast a cantrip, um, then you pass the turn, then you put your land in the graveyard, punch yourself in the nuts really, really, really hard, um, and yeah, that's that's going to be your your shop's experience so um <laughs> well so what what do you think going into ew what are your predictions for the metagame as far as like top eight um you know it, it's been an interesting year in vintage we had yes, um the, the middle of the year basically just relegated as a, a dead format none of it mattered mm-hmm. um <laughs> which is really sad because i had a really good finish in there <laughs> yeah you did you did but um eh, whatever fuck it <laughs> Yeah. Well, so what, so what are, you know, let, let's let's call some shots on what we think the the top 8 is going to be as far uh, as Oh man. So hmm. Let's see. Top 8. Um there will be a non-zero number of shop stacks. Oh, tell me how many. Oh, got two. All right, two shops. Oh, we're, you're giving up on Mishra like that? Dude, when we're where we're sitting and I'm not saying two decks with Mishra's workshops in it. I'm saying two shops decks. Oh, so two Ravager shops, okay. Yes. Uh, I'm I'm going to account for uh a Zias Bond. Alright, so you're gonna say one Copy. Zias Bond? Uh we're gonna do two shops, one Zias Bond. Uh I'll give a copy of DPS. Yeah, Cyrus Corman Gill being there, you can never rule him out. The man's a monster. Uh, two copies of Jeskai Dreadhorde. I'm not counting. Is that six? Um, that would be six. Yep. Uh, one Oath deck. Brian Kelly. Yep. <laughs> and uh, let's just go like just normal. Uh, let's go mentor. Let's you, let's call like Jeskai Mentor, like Big Blue Control. So you'll say three total for that one, because you said Jeskai Dreadhorde, so they're running a mentor. Yeah, are you... that's that's. I hate that those are like technically difficult or different decks. Um, I don't think Dredge is going to make top eight. No. Okay. Uh, oh, uh, survival. Survival's survival is going to be my my uh, my black horse, if you will. All right, all right. So my predictions, I'm going to go with three shop stacks, like Ravager shops. Okay. I think this is Mishra's year. Um, I'm going to go one Zias Bond as well. I think the deck is is very good. Um, I think we're going to see... I'm going to say one Storm, and I'm going to say Storm like as in DPS or PO. One of those two... Oh, it's that's be, a fucking cop-out. I said well, DPS, pick one. <laughs> Well, I think it's I think it's going to be the the tendrils version of PO. I don't think that we're going to see like the green white version. I think it'll be okay. a tendrils. I, I'm saying we're going to see a tendrils deck. Okay, my my I bet P- is <laughs> I my PO bet has. is I didn't even say my, it was going to have PO in it, pussy. Uh, my my <laughs> bet is, my bet is probably it's going to be DPS. All right, fine. I'll say one DPS. Okay. All right. There you go. All right, I think we're going to, so I'm at five. I think we're going to see two Jeskai decks. And I think we're going to see one one Dredge deck sneak in. Okay. I think Dredge, I think, I think Dredge could do it, you know? So, so your rundown, we got two Ravager shops, one Zias Bond, one DPS, two Jeskai, one Oath, one Survival. I'm saying three Ravager shops, one Zias Bond, one DPS Storm. Two Jeskai, one Dredge. So that's mm-hmm. our that's our top eight predictions. We'll see how how we did after EW when we do a recap of the weekend, and uh, hopefully I don't black out for most of it. Um, as far as the actual overall metagame goes, I expect us to see something very similar to what we saw at SCGCon this year, um, where the paper metagame uh, skewed a lot more towards. Uh, the non shop stacks, so just 
blue decks in general. Um, yeah. Just on account of uh, the availability of Mishra's Workshop in uh, in paper. Um, we'll see probably a lot more diverse metagame. Uh, just because, you know, Champs is the event every year that everyone just shows up and plays what they have. Um, yeah, that's the beauty of it, too, is you might see somebody that's like, oh, I haven't played Vintage in five years, and they show up with a Mana Drain deck and then just totally crush you because you didn't yeah. metagame for it. Yep. Um, so, you know, that's, uh, that's what I think. Um, as far as I think, I think Oath may actually be, uh, somewhat playable again. Well, I think that, that Oak, Oko makes that the inclusion of the, that new planeswalker, the, the food, yeah. the food guy, hmm. the one that makes Oko. Loco Oko. Yeah. The, um, <laughs> the one who makes elk. <laughs> did you, did you mean you have an elk? <laughs> yeah. Nice mocks. A.K.A. Yeah. Elk. Yeah. Sanctum Prelate? Yeah. Mm, that's a nice elk. Yeah. So, Merit yeah, I mean, Oh, wow. That's a very pretty looking elk. Yeah. I, I think that, uh, I, I, you know, Oath is, <laughs> is always going to be there at Champs. You know, last year, um, it was definitely around at some of the upper tables. Oh, <laughs> oh I know it was around last year. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Shout out to Brian Kelly. That was a really fun match, but you did fuck me. <laughs> well, so I think a lot of the recent top eights, we're, we're kind of starting to see where the metagame is going to be at. Um, going into champs, you know, you, you always see people testing and leading up like the last two to three weeks before. And mm -hmm. I think we, we kind of have all the decks covered. Um, mm -hmm. I think that the some of the the standout ones was uh will mcgrand's list from uh the waterbury who I, <laughs> I believe he was the first person to win three of them i believe you are correct uh, do you um, want do you want to talk about this list i mean it is just i will i had it up on the page a second ago and then i scrolled somewhere and lost it there it is okay <laughs> <laughs> Very professional podcast. Uh, uh, always striving for greatness here. So uh, this this list is fucking sweet. Uh, there's four core, uh, copies of a uh, a brand new uh, Throne of Eladrin card, Stone Coil Serpent. Um, it also known as Endless One with keywords. Um, and you know it's an artifact. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, for those that don't know the card it's a uh, artifact snake creature um for x uh it has a natural uh power and toughness of zero zero uh it has reach trample and protection from multicolored uh, now that doesn't say multicolored spells it just says multicolored uh so that means it can't be blocked by multicolored uh creatures it can't be targeted by multicolored spells it is anything and everything multicolored uh, the uh, the anti Eldrazi, if you will, um, and it it enters the battlefield with X plus one plus one counters on it. So you cast it for three. It's a three three, um, right before it becomes an elk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Throne of Eladrin Standard. I don't play you. I don't watch you. But I see a lot of people bitching about elk on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the uh the other uh the other notable cards uh, in this list for me um are a uh a near and dear to the heart uh one from modern horizon scrapyard recombiner um i remember being very 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 excited uh, yes. when this card was spoiled um it's the only time i got excited in chat uh during modern horizon spoilers um yeah, I thought that you would enjoy seeing that one in there. I, I will as always just, you know, the the man can build a goddamn shops deck. That's for damn sure. Yep. He is uh we call him Mishra's Chosen for a reason. Um and uh the last one, my uh my personal favorite inclusion uh in most modern shops decks, even though you know it's it's probably a bad card, but it's funny as fuck. Uh Traxos Scourge of Krug. Yes. Um, I I love a good seven seven trampler for four, no matter what the downside says. <laughs> yeah. Well, so the, the sideboard was something too that, that stood out to me. Did you see that there's a scrap trawler in the sideboard? I, 
Sure as fuck did. That's um, <laughs> with powder keg and ratchet bomb, with a two-two oh, yeah. split. That is just mm-hmm. this deck is just like like chef's kiss. Mwah. It was. It's just so <laughs> so, so beautiful. It's so good. Um, well, congrats, Will. Um, I it, when I see you at champs, I'm definitely gonna buy you a beer. Um, but there was uh, there's another shops deck that's been sh- floating around a little bit. Um, oh yeah. Oh, by the way. Uh, Quick shout out before uh, before we forget to do this. We're uh, we're <laughs> we're not the most prepared people on the planet. Uh, uh, shout out to our friend. It's uh, Joe uh, Joe Dyer. Dyer, yeah, Joe Dyer. It is Dyer. Okay, I was gonna say I thought I was the one that pronounced it right, and you're the one that was pronouncing it like a donkey. Um, I can neither confirm nor deny that. All right, I'll I'll confirm it. You were the one pronouncing it like a donkey. <laughs> um, so in the the spice corner of uh, of his article here. Um, is a little number that uh, I heard talked about a little bit on another uh, vintage podcast that I'm, I'm I sadly can't remember which one it was. Um, it might have been uh, the manager and cast. I, I, I again, I, I don't quite remember it, but it was uh, I think they called it little robots um, and it's it's very similar to the same idea. Where you're yeah. playing uh, Mem Knight and Single Pest and Ginger uh, Brute. There is uh, uh, so the the Skull Clamp one didn't have a Ginger Brute in it. It should have. That's that was that was also <laughs> in this article. Um, and uh, whoever whoever registered a one of Ginger Brute uh, over a uh, you know the the snake thing, you're you're my fucking hero. I love that card. <laughs> Um, I, I don't know a whole lot of uh, Throne of Eladrin. I didn't pay a whole lot of attention to spoilers, but uh, the flavor of that card is just oh, <clears throat> chef's kiss. Just mwah. oh, you know, it's, it is a one one for one with haste, and can only be blocked by other creatures with haste. It's beautiful. It's, run, run, run as fast <laughs> as you can. You can't catch me. I'm making a billion mana on turn one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, basically. Well, so yeah, it's, so- it's a whole bunch of uh, undercosted creatures, and uh, you know, it's it's got Gaius Cradle in here. Um, it's playing Genesis Chamber. Yeah, um, that was so you're, that you're, was a, a you're beautiful building one. This big, yeah, and and you're you have a skull clamp engine essentially that you're yeah. you're drawing your uh, your deck, um, and you just keep going and going and going and building this huge fucking pile of uh insurmountable advantage um so it's a really really cool deck um yeah it was what tech ninja 701 yes yeah and joe thank you so much as always for putting out content every week um it's really the only reason that rich and i know anything um we love your stuff uh joe dyer i want to say that i pronounced it correctly this time um pronounce it correctly this time but that's emphasis on this time the the spice corner this week we we love that deck um but the other deck that i've seen that is making oh his 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 articles are uh vintage 101 on uh mtg goldfish oh thank you thank you we are not sponsored um (laughs) so the the other you know some of the other decks that i want to talk about uh from joe's article was um the elementals deck that i think that he was playing um Mm -hmm. at an event um we uh we talked a little bit about this uh this deck um a few weeks ago um yeah. and it's just it's it's so cool uh it's got uh risen reef and master of waves um it's got the uh the chandra that makes elementals like it's it's got young peasy veil uh, of summer makes elementals veil of summer it's, oh yeah this is it is just I and I say this as a self-professed like not blue player, especially in vintage. This is one of the coolest like or Jesus legacy, one of the coolest vintage decks <laughs> that I've seen in a good long while. Yeah, this um, looks this looks like a lot of fun. This this seems like something that if you were going to step into the realm of playing blue, just for like. I've had a few too many shots of Jameson and I'm out of town. You would play something like this. Right. Exactly. Or like, you know, if, if someone handed me this and is like, Hey, do you want to giggle a lot? 
Like, I would, I would for sure play this. Yeah, um, it, it looks like a blast. This elementals list, it, it just, it looks like so much fun. I, at some point, I'm gonna put this together and play it. I, I think the only thing I was I'm trying missing, to get Rusty to play it for champs. He, prob- and, he probably uh, should. He, he couldn't get all the cards together. Oh, uh, we, uh, that was that. That's why that idea got scrapped. Ah. Uh, well, the two other decks that I want to talk about, one of them we mentioned we both predicted would be, was going to be in top eight at Champs. The big one is Zayas Bond. So the other one I just really, really wish would be in top eight. <laughs> I, I would be okay being wrong if uh, if Eric's Crab Shack makes, uh, makes top eight. But well, we'll, 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 get, we'll get there we'll in get a minute. There. We're talking about Zayas Bond. Well, so uh, when we had the episode where we were talking about BNR updates with Fast Bond, you know that I was as giddy as a schoolgirl after a Bieber album got dropped. Yeah, um, and I told you that uh, that Fast Bond was unplayable, and boy was I wrong. <laughs> yes. So this Zayas Bond list is just. Uh, it, Although it is, in my defense, oh wait, no, that was the same day that they uh, they banned Mental Misstep. Never mind. Restricted, Rich. Restricted. Restricted. I forgot. We play real formats. <laughs> yeah. Um. So this deck is um, a, a fast bond based deck that runs both for Bizarre Baghdad, for Workshop. Um, it is running Crop Rotation, Life from the Loam, Enlightened Tutor. Uh, it also has things like Null Rods, Sphere of Resistance, Crucible of Worlds, Trinisphere. It is a combo prison list, um, which... If if I had are, are two words that make me smile and when put together, I huh. yeah I th- this really it, if I had infinite funds this is what I would play at champs. It runs not one tabernacle but two tabernacles. Rich, yeah all all you're missing is what two workshops, uh, three workshops, two bazaars, and a tabernacle. Uh, I actually I actually do own the rest of it though. Yeah. <laughs> Um, because the rest of it's like eight dollars. Yeah, whatever. We'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, this deck is really, really sweet. Um, it's also there's the sideboard in this deck running three Sanctum Prelate. I mean, <laughs> come on, <laughs> Chalice Man, Chalice Man. And then Wait, also, hold on, you're you're misreading that. That says Elk. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Well, so the deck is too easy. The uh, the deck is also running Cavern of Souls, Elvish Reclaimer, uh, Collector Oof in the sideboard. There was one list running around with like an Oath of Druids uh, sideboard, like transformational sideboard that was just which is fucking sweet. Is awesome. So the other deck that has showed up actually more than once on MTG Top Eight is Eric's Crab Shack, and oh my god, another super super sweet. Vintage invention from this year. I have no idea who Eric is, but if Eric, if you see somebody in a hacks shirt, point that have them point you in my direction because I want to buy you a beer and talk about what sort of lunacy led you to build this deck because it is amazing. And register Hedron <laughs> Crab in vintage. Yes. So, Rich, you want to run down through this list and kind of oh, talk us through it? Sure. Uh, so, uh, Eric's Crab Shack. Uh, has a couple a uh, couple different win cons uh, in it. Basically, it's winning through uh, through land drops. Uh, Hedron Crab for those who aren't familiar with the uh, modern blue black mill uh, staple uh, is a zero uh, two crab uh, for a single blue uh, with the ability Landfall uh, from uh, Zendikar block. Uh, this card is actually from Zendikar. Uh, whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control, target player puts the top three cards of his or her library into her graveyard. And I'd imagine this is sometimes used for uh, potentially self-mill as well, but uh, the uh, the notion with repeatable land drops, and we'll get to where that's repeatable uh, over and over again with Fast Bond, uh, as you could mill your opponent out. Which is, um, which is pretty sweet. I have... Um... Many years ago in Modern, played the blue-black mill deck, and I, ha- I have registered a Hedron Crab more than once in a Legacy event. You're a madman. I know. Um, so it is uh, It is base blue. Um, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of blue in it. Uh, does play, you know, the requisite uh, Vamp Tutor and Demonic, though, uh, for a combo deck. Um, it does have a little smattering of power. Uh, it's got the uh, the blue power in there. 
along with a lotus and emerald jet and a sapphire. Uh, there's four of the uh, requisite fast bond, you know, which you'd, you'd think for something that's wanting to abuse lands, uh, along with a, uh, a little number that I loved in uh, BFZ Limited, uh, Retreat to Hagra. I didn't even know that this was a card until you were like, dude, we have to talk about this deck. This card is awesome. <laughs> it's not. It's actually terrible. But um, it's two and a black uh, for an enchantment uh, from the uh, from Battle for Zendikar uh, with Landfall. Um, and the Landfall ability, you choose one of two abilities. The uh, one that's irrelevant kind of to uh, what we're doing here. Although, I guess if they're at low life, you can beat the shit out of them with a giant Hedron Crab. <laughs> um, which... I, I would high five anyone that I see do that. That um, would be achievement unlocked for life. Yeah. Um your target creature gets plus one plus oh and gains death touch until end of turn. Um or each opponent loses one life and you gain one life. So the the one life that you pay uh to play an extra light land with fast bond, um, you would get back. Uh and so one of the things you can do, uh uh of note in the land base there's four of the uh, Kamigawa block uh, legendary blue land uh, Oboro Palace in the Clouds, um, which taps for a blue, and then you can uh, pay uh, one generic to return Oboro Palace of the Clouds to its owner's hand. So if you have Fast Bond in that out, you have uh, as many land drops, of course, as you have uh, life. And then if you have some way to uh, increase your life count, you can just keep doing that over and over again for whatever landfall triggers you want. Um, and it, it's just, <laughs> well, there's some other spicy lands in there too. Like Golgari rot farm, Simic yeah, and, growth, and chamber. growth chamber, they're bounce lands. Yeah. So they, I mean, it, it gets you, it gets you more landfall triggers. Make sure you make your land, uh, land drops. Like that makes sense. Yeah, it's this is just such a spicy, spicy deck. Um, I am fully planning on sleeving this up at some point and uh, jamming a you know thirty slash two hedron crab down somebody's throat because why wouldn't I want to play a hedron crab and swing for lethal? Yeah, I mean you uh, you could have taken the uh, the other triggers and they would have just been dead, but you got to let them know. You got to kill them with a crab. You have give to give them crabs. Yeah, give them crabs. So, uh, you know, yeah. sometimes you just got to give your opponent crabs. So anyway, uh, how do we fight something we can't see? I got it. <laughs> we shave off all our pubic hairs and we use that special shampoo for two weeks. <laughs> it's October. Scary movie two's timely. <laughs> that movie's so bad. It's. So I never bad. said it was good. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I just enjoy it. All right, well. So that's uh, that's EW Vintage. Um, Eric's Crab Shack's amazing. Zyus Bond is an absolute force to, rec- to be reckoned with. Um, the I, th- I, think the, I think the cost to, uh, is the biggest thing that's going to keep that deck from being a big player in the sure. format. Um, the, uh, the two... Um, actually, that's a great point. I'm going to re, uh, reneg on my uh, EW uh, prediction. Zyus Bond isn't going to make the top eight because there's going to be three people playing it. Um, and uh, you know what? I'll do uh, I'll do Eric's Crab Shack. What? Okay. Yeah, I will. I will call the shot. <laughs> One copy of Eric's Crab Shack. All right, I'm sticking with my Zyus Bond because if I had the cards, I would play it. So, well, they're EW. We are on the cusp of it. I cannot tell you how excited I am. This will be my third one I've been able to attend. Um, there's also a Saturday event that most of our team is not playing. Um, most of us have decided we're going to play vintage, take Saturday off, sleep in, um, go jam some old school somewhere, have some beers, grab some good food. My cousin lives like three blocks from the convention center. So he's going to come join us and, uh, raise some hell. But Saturday tournament, we have legacy champs. Now, I know Matt is going to be playing some sort of post variant. I don't know if he's going to be playing green post or cloud post, uh, you know, colorless post. It will kind of depend on what he's into. But um, Power Bottom sent me a message not too long ago and said, I want to borrow 
your G.G. Allen Jun deck. Now, Rich, have you seen this list that I created a while back? Oh, oh, I have. I mean, I, you, I helped you, tune it. You helped <laughs> tune it. <clears throat> so this deck... It's, it is not good, but... <laughs> you say that, but I actually have like a 60% win percentage with it when I play it. It's, it's mostly because people have no idea what I'm doing. But <laughs> right. so if you do happen to who he's going to ruin somebody's day playing this deck. So they're going to have no <laughs> idea what they're playing against. So he is registering smallpox. He is <laughs> all you really need to smallpox know. Smallpox and chalice. Yes. Yeah, so it's not just a smallpox deck. It is a smallpox chalice deck that is has a jund mana base that runs Liliana the Veil, Liliana the Last Hope, Abrupt Decay, Assassin's Trophy, Life from the Loam, Punishing Fire, Bitter Blossom, Sylvan Library. And the Dark Depths combo with a Tabernacle main deck. And there is three there are three him to Turok in the sideboard. <laughs> it's not good enough for the main deck in testing. <laughs> it also has a Vraska Golgari Queen in the sideboard, which I love that card. Yes. It is so good. Well, I'll I'll go ahead and read that for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> An unplayable legacy card. Nebraska <laughs> Golgari Queen for two black green. Legendary Planeswalker, Vraska. It starts with loyalty four. Um, strangely enough, still a five dollar magic card. Um <laughs> you may you you may sacrifice another permanent. If you do, you gain one life and draw a card. Uh, that's a plus two ability. Um minus three, destroy target non-land permanent with converted mana cost three or less. Um, for those playing at home, uh, that would be abrupt decay abrupt on decay. a stick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty sick. Uh, and then minus nine, you get an emblem with whenever a creature you control deals combat damage to a player, that player loses the game. Um, which is basically merit lage. But uh... yep. <laughs> <laughs> so this deck is awful. But for some reason, Josh said, "I want to borrow this," and he's gonna punt. We all know this because because Josh is a blue mage, but I'm just, but I'm so proud of him <laughs> for for having the stones to play this. Yeah, like, I mean, when when he sent me a message and was like, "Dude, I want to borrow this deck," I, I thought he was like fucking with me, and I was like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." And he was like, "No, seriously, like, can you help me like play test this so I understand how to play the deck?" And I was like, "I I guess." <laughs> so he's just like, "I'm so proud of you." Yeah. There's three chokes in the sideboard, yeah. I three because I chokes. because I really love playing blue decks. But my prediction Do you know? <clears throat> no, I abs- I play them in vintage, but I hate them in legacy. Um my prediction for him is he goes zero four punt and then comes to the bar to play old school. Sick? Yeah. I'll I'll give him credit. He'll uh He might win one round. He'll play against a show and tell player that forgets his triggers. Uh, i don't know if whoever this was is gonna whoever that was is gonna listen to this but if he does he's gonna be salty about that (laughs) not one trigger rich um but two two yes (laughs) um no so uh all all jokes aside power bottoms are very very solid technical player um so i i think he could do quite well with this if it's uh if it's well positioned yeah uh, he's he's a very competent player he's uh he's very dangerous to underestimate um which you know tends to happen to him especially in a room like champs where he's going to be vastly younger than anyone else in the room. yeah he's he is a really solid player he did top for the vintage event here at the house um he really you know the guy's been putting in work to to really become a good player and not you know, he's tried not to, like, fall into a niche of, like, only being a blue player. So, you know, I've got to give him props for, like, having the stones to to say, hey, I want to – you're the only person I know that plays this kind of deck, you know, that is playing something that's, A, this bad, and, B, also this <laughs> awesome to pilot. Um, I Most of the events I go in, it's 2-2, two, 3-1. Two, uh, I've been 3-3 three, three and 4-2 in larger events with it. Um the deck's not bad. It really is how it's positioned. I think if people are planning on showing up with Renin six piles, it can be a little problematic. He does have Abrupt Decay and Assassin's Trophy to take care of it. 
Um, and smallpox. Smallpox doesn't kill run in six, buddy. Yeah, but it's smallpox. But it is smallpox. But I think that, you know, against Delver, like, my dream... There's Punishing Fire, too. Yeah, my dream matchup is just to see Delver all day long playing this deck. Um, it's also really funny to Assassin's Trophy, somebody's Gristle brand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's one of the best feelings in the world. Uh, or then, And then, you know, play a Liliana next turn and make them sack whatever else they played. So... It's it actually has a pretty good matchup against uh, some of the reanimator decks. Uh, it is very weak to combo though. It has a lot of trouble with show and tell. It has a lot of trouble. Wait a minute, the Jun deck is weak to combo. <laughs> uh, it's well, it's it's weak to um, to ant. It, it loses to the ant deck pretty mm-hmm. hard. It does it does have the Hymn to Torax and the Damping Spheres are actually just for that matchup. Um, that are in the in the sideboard because it's just you can't keep up with their velocity because even if you chalice on one i've lost games with chalice on one against them uh just very handily so i you know i hope he has a good run with it um i hope he sees many a brainstorm and uh also learns that legacy sucks and just stops playing it like you and i did okay legacy doesn't suck it's just not vintage well uh, it's not even that i the the metagame just gets really (laughs) stale you know, and yeah. and it's they fixed they fixed the format for a while. They got rid of Deathrite Shaman. The color pie mattered again. Then they printed Astrolabe and they pl- printed Renin Six. The color pie doesn't exist again. So, it, you know, the fact that these decks can even play uh, basics in a deck with four colors. You know, again, we've bitched about Renin Six and Blue Stew enough. Anyway, let's move on to, I mean, I, old, school. old school, which I think is actually your. You, yours and mine, probably favorite casual format. We don't, we aren't EDH players. Um, mm-hmm. We do enjoy Hextended, um, but I, I think old school is probably our favorite quote unquote casual format. Um, oh yeah. Even though most of our decks are both black bordered, and aside from like power, you know, we've spent some money. Oh <laughs> no, my mono black decks like <laughs> my mono black decks got some work needed. Well, yeah, uh, but your dreams deck doesn't. Yeah, that's true. Um, so let's see, uh, we have (laughs) the Epic Playmat has arrived. Uh, so for, uh, anyone that, uh, is unfamiliar with EW old school, um, there is a hardest partier award, um, that, uh, Jamie was the, was it fourth? I think. Uh, yes, I am the fourth fourth recipient of, um, behind, uh. Yeah, uh, was it Dominic? Dominic from uh, from the Beast. Oh, he's actually and, a Lord uh, and a Beast. So, oh, okay. Um, and then uh, Ziggy Humphreys of the Taxmen and Hair uh, Lessman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have white border power. Oh, is that so adorable? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so anyway, hardest partier, um, as as you can imagine. Um, Usually involves a great deal of inebriation, um, and as the uh, the recipient of uh, of that award last year, um, Jamie was charged with uh, making the uh, the playmat for this year. I would all, I would also uh, like to point out winner. that last year I won that award in a room full of over a hundred and fifty people. There there were a lot of degenerate drunks in that. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's my yes. it's my cross to bear. Um, but the uh, the new playmat has been made. It has arrived. It has arrived. It beautiful. And it is it is everything we hoped it would be. I hope that someday, like two hundred years from now, it is hanging in the Louvre, and they just say, "That's that's a that's the best piece of art from the year 2019." <laughs> Sure, buddy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, so um, whoever's which, partying which hard. Which team shirts are these? Uh, no, we'll get to that. So whoever's partying really hard at EW okay. um, is going to go home with this really sick play mat um, in old school. And, you know, it's stiff competition every year. I mean, I went in. I didn't plan on trying to win it. I was actually trying to play well. And I think after I was 4 the wheels came off the bus. And, um, yeah. Uh, you, you won it? With a flask of street whiskey? 
That I may or may not have found on the street the night before. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I still got the bum bump. So. <laughs> anyway, so we got some new team jerseys that came in. So for those of you guys that are on old school teams, I want to see I want to see some 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 jerseys, guys. Like, so we've got some new shirts that showed up with some Arnold logos, and then we also have our our very our professional team looking jerseys because we're really tr- <laughs> that 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 needs very very heavy air quotes. Yeah, it, it, they are the single <laughs> ugliest jersey. Well, and and I, I I say that as the person that designed them, um, they are they are hideous by design. Um, we look like uh, Guy Fieri's bowling. I team. want I want you to know, my wife told me she wouldn't be seen in public with me <laughs> if I wore it. Guy Fieri's bowling yep. team, also known as yep. the Hacks. So, I, um, there's there's some photos floating around from us uh, at uh, SCG. Yeah, team yeah. So, um, wearing them. Um, so a couple people have those. Uh, I didn't do round two for uh, the people that didn't get them the last time. So um, you Crowley and Crowley, I think you two are the turn only it, two that turn have and them. Turn and burn has going, one as well. Right? So if oh, you see jerseys okay. that have flames on them, like a really tacky '50s muscle car, that's us. So um, as far as an old school, um, kind of breaking down what the team's playing, what I'm playing, so. Um, I think that Hobbs is going to be playing like a Naya channel ball type thing. He, uh, which is not what I was expecting at all. I thought it was just, yeah, so did I, he, um, he was chatting with me about wanting to, wanting to borrow some cards and he asked what I was playing in the the list that I'm playing. And I said, you know, I'm using my blue duels. I'm going to play blue again. I have, which I've actually done at EW. We'll get there in a minute. So I said, you know, any, any, any of the other duels you can borrow, um, whatever you need. So he's he's borrowing some duels from me to play that. Um, I think Matt is going to be showing up with a sweet like candle flare type list that he's been messing with. Mm. That deck is sick. It you know he and I have been playing around. Yeah, I, I'm excited to see the changes. He's coming up uh, on Friday to play test some vintage here and play test some old school. So we'll uh, we'll we'll see where he's at. Um, and I think that Walker is going to be playing some sort of Esper list. I don't know what. Um, but yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a rough day at the office, but he's not a hack. So, who um, cares? yeah, that's true. I, but um, I don't, I don't, uh, I think that those are the only three of us that are registered for old school this year. I think Crowley missed out on registration. Um, Ho- I think it's Hobbs, me and Walker. I don't think anybody else is registered. So I, um, since I have already won drunkest player and, can't actually win that again. Um, but what you can win is a trip to Italy. It is. It is a trip to Italy. Um, and uh, Jamie, what uh, what major uh, what major life change did you uh, did you have this year? Um, so I got I got married back in April. And what's the, what's a thing that wives like to do? Go to Italy. <laughs> <clears throat> I was going for travel, oh. but okay. Well, no. So my my wife is awesome. At least at least yours and mine yeah. do. So my. I should clarify that. Okay. So anyway, anyway, so my wife's awesome. She lets me host events here at the house. There's constantly magic players coming in. You know, people who play real formats are rotating through my house at least once or twice a month for events. I I have a bed. You do. You have a bedroom, not just a bed. Um, Yes. So, you know, there's constantly people rotating through. So, um, you know, I, I told Katie like, well, I already won drunkest player. Um, I had gotten an honorable mention at bootleggers ball for having a, a, a cool deck list SCG con. I think I took third. I got an honorable mention at uh, players ball. So, you know, to c- continue with that um, tradition of just really going hard with the spice, I'm going to play the deck. Yeah. Well, you know, you, having a cool deck doesn't get you to Italy winning the event does. Yeah, that's true. But so, so, so I'm going to be bringing the deck. Um, it was actually when I first started playing old school, like my goal to build it. And immediately after I finished it, I I actually don't enjoy playing it. Um, you and I played it in Charlotte and we were both miserable playing the matchup. The entire time I was just like, dude, I'm sorry. Like Shame on you, sir. I know, I know. But I, I need to actually give it a run because I've been O and X two years in a row for old school. Yeah. So I feel like I owe it to myself to like, try 
at least this year and then next year. Yeah, like, I just need I, I need some time off from brewing. I've been brewing a lot in the format, um, brewing a lot with like different lands builds. I've been brewing with, you know, uh, felt, uh, what is it? There, I've, I've got a brew that I'm doing with Fast Bond with a really terrible, like, uh, Fallen Empires card that I'll show you soon. Sick. Um, yeah, I, I can't talk about it on here. We'll talk about it, like, in person. Yeah, but the secret tech. I got you. Yeah, yeah. So that, um, you know, I, I just wanted to kind of go in. I wanted to win some games um, just because it, it does feel a little defeatist to uh, go O and X two years in a row, even though I did win the real trophy last year, uh, which was that beautiful, beautiful playmat from Dominic Dodderer. Of him taking a shot. Um, of him taking a shit with a pitcher in his hand. Um, but, you know, I, I am looking forward to it. I The biggest problem that I have with playing a competitive deck like this is, is that you're not I, smart enough to play it. No, no, I can. I do anybody, <laughs> any chimp, any chimp with a bunch of expensive cards can win with the deck. I just want um, for the record, our show notes say Jamie is not smart enough to play the deck. <laughs> oh, shit. I did write that down. I also did not write the Hercast notes. <laughs> Uh, well, I think the biggest problem is that I'm not smart enough to figure out the sideboard. So I've had like 16 sideboard plans over the last like week. And, uh, you know, I, I will say the people who are dedicated to playing, playing the deck and that actually follow the old school metagame understand this stuff. Look, you know, I'm just going to say, and just hear me out here. What you do is you register one copy of Cop Red. And okay. then I've got one. I've got play. one on the sideboard. Okay, cool. So you actually play two, but the ones you're testing list. Oh. Yeah. So what you're saying is I send Jaco my f- sideboard that only has one in there. Yeah, and then you cheat. But I, but I actually like have a, a horrible second... fucking scumbag. Why would someone ever cheat like that, Rich? I mean. <laughs> Yeah, nobody knows anything like that though. Um, yeah, I, nobody would ever do anything like that in a in an old school event. I mean, you do it for fun, you do it for the drinks, you do it for your friends. Why would you want to cheat against your friends? You know, right. unless you feel like you really have something to prove. Hmm. But we don't hmm. know anyone like well, that. So anyway, no, uh, I've, I've actually never heard of anybody doing yeah. something like that. So I got a bunch of people uh, that are going to EW. Um, so if you run into them, have a beer. They're cool people. Um, I'm not going to be there this year, unfortunately, but, you know, shit happens. Life happens. Uh, so be good to everybody. And uh, If you see somebody in a hack shirt, uh, hit us up. Come join us for a meal. Um, you know, grab a beer with us. Um, or, you know, just ask to jam some games. I mean, on Saturday, if, if there are... Some of you that aren't playing in the legacy event, you're looking for something to do. We may just, you know, find one of us on Friday. We're probably just going to hit a bar and just jam old school all day Saturday um, and just kind of hang out. So, you know, I'm looking forward to EW. I'm looking forward to seeing people that I see every year there and that I see at events like SCG Con. So, I mean, it really is like the perennial uh, eternal magic event. But now we have to put air quotes on that because modern is there. And um, so there's going to be there's pioneer side side events now. Are you shitting me? No. Wait, really? Yeah. God, man. Like, do we eat? Does each vintage player get a bodyguard? Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going. Oh, not man. my problem. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not my pig. Not my farm. All right. So <laughs> if uh, if you want to find us, uh, Jamie is HacksMTG on uh, on Twitter. Uh, I am the Spooner Man uh, on Twitter. Um, we uh, we put our stuff up on Eternal Central. Uh, Big thanks to Jayco for hosting. Yep, we uh, we're very thankful to have him uh, taking care of that, so we don't have to try to figure it out. And uh, we'll uh, we'll hear from you guys sometime after EW. Be good out there. So next time, next time, do you want to talk about this Homelands Cube that we were hit up about? Ooh. Yes. Okay. Next time we'll do Homelands Cube EW wrap up. So anyway, thanks. Thanks everyone for joining us. And by everyone, I mean all like one person and our teammates, the guy with the Homelands Cube and our teammates.
But uh, yeah, this is us signing off. Have a good one. Peace. Easy.